All right, welcome back to Legendary Four Adventures, Space Vampires. How are how are how are our uh, how was the party doing tonight? Oh, we've Good. never had a personal check in. <laughs> for a second, I thought you were going to give a pause for like the fans to be like, "How are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dora style. Good. I you ate like too much pizza? pizza. I ate too much pizza today. I was talking about that before recording. I. And by today, I mean like half an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. No such thing as too much pizza. Ah, uh, my stomach was big to differ. <laughs> I'm a little logie. <laughs> that just reminded me of, for those of you who haven't uh, watched all of Gravity Falls, plug your ears Ooh. for 20 seconds. The <laughs> awesome uh, Zeus uh, item. Slice of oh, pizza yeah. that he can take a oh, bite out of. Yeah. Anyway, that's pretty fantastic. That was more like ten seconds, I think. So, just in case they haven't come back, all right. <laughs> so yeah, watch Gravity Falls. It's really good, guys. <laughs> uh, I played a little Population One tonight. Getting pretty good at it. What is that? Little, I yeah. have no idea what that is. Oh, it's, is dude, that? you haven't seen it? It's like You're the, always uh, ahead of the curve on like these you always like social are, yeah. like VR or like It is. Yeah, it's just VR Fortnite. <laughs> Wait, VR it's great. Fortnite. Fortnite. It's VR Fortnite. It's honestly great game. It's one of those games where like you'll like hop in and you'll be like, "Okay, I get VR now." <laughs> You've said that about like three VR games. Are you just always on <laughs> dude, VR? No. No, I'm serious. I mean, I'm, like when okay. you're not on this podcast, are you just fucking ready or player when one you are, guy? Are we a VR program? <laughs> yeah, Dustin. This we see VR. Dustin's screen change, and it's just him in VR. Like he's got a headset on, and everything that he's streaming to us is just a simulation. Um. No. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm an easy guy to impress. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty techie, but also I'm like a grandpa when it comes to like. VR stuff. So like like the okay, Lil Rant. Population one and Moss, two best VR games you'll ever play. You ever play Half Life Alex? I've been told that that's the game to beat as far as video games in VR. Like all of the other games are like concepts that are great because they're in VR, but that's like a video game VR style. Isn't that yeah, I my trust fund hasn't man. unlocked yet, so I haven't oh. gotten the whatever five thousand dollar VR setup you need for that. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Because yeah, you need VR your fingers still for that one behind. stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah, dude, that thing is like like every single finger is yep. tracked and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, you can pick up like so, a pencil and throw it in that game. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. assume like if I'm like surprised by population one, I'm probably just like I would explode. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> I never just want to hear from you again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, uh, speaking of virtual realities, let's get into Ooh. this. Segway. Speaking Not virtual, of which, but definitely virtual reality is going to be a thing one day, and I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It is. But there's some, sure. something about this that Except, I will never yeah. stop doing. <laughs> Except the, the virtual reality will literally just be you putting it on, and there'll be a pad in front of you with square yeah. spaces and stuff. And you, I well, you can already do that. Like, you can already do that. World of Warcraft. Yeah, they more, do. I guess then D&D. It, yeah. They Dude, already have that? There's VR yeah, Catan. Simulator. Yeah. Where it's oh like you just God. sit around a Catan board. 
Okay, we should get into it. <laughs> okay. We can't talk about okay. PR anymore. <laughs> Speaking of a game where you gather materials, here is a question for you. Uh, so the question for your characters is, which one of your characters' physical senses is the strongest? And I don't mean, like, who has the strongest physical senses. I mean, like, which each one? of you, like, which sight, sound, yeah. hearing, touch, or I guess hearing and sound is the same thing, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, that'd be mm-hmm. Julian's hearing slash sound. Uh, yeah. Definitely has refined that sense over time of being a musician and performer. Does Julian have? Does Julian have perfect pitch or? No, but no. <laughs> Julian is one of those guys that is very envious of people with perfect pitch. So he, if someone were to ask him that in the D and D universe, he'd get really uncomfortable and be like, "I'm working on it." <laughs> But technically you can't work on perfect pitch you're born with it so i guess i'm working okay. on good relative pitch yeah. <laughs> uh surya definitely has a good sense of touch uh i think from you know feeling the warmth of the sensation of the sun as well as like her studies in like physical and martial arts um she has very good control of her body and very like in tune with little minute senses of of touch i think all that vitamin d that she gets <laughs> uh i think <clears throat> toy toygas would be uh like his gut feeling like i think like he grew up the like doing sense. intuition yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is i like that my ability wait, wait, to see I, dead people he is a turtle it. he's I gonna mean, back it have... up he's gonna back it up yeah we're gonna back moment. it up okay it's his gut feeling not like a like just like a oh i got a got bad feeling about this guy is like walking into a room or something or like a meeting you know like Mm -hmm. he grew up like on the streets of whatever we name that town you know and whatever (laughs) we name that gang and he would go to like meetups you know and like trade whatever they trade you know like you know in the real world maybe it'd be like guns or something right and you know he would be the guy where he'd like walk in like meet up me and be like nah this ain't right and then he'd leave and then like everyone Whoa, else everyone that's a else hard would job get to have yeah everyone else would get like you know caught by the cops or whatever you know the the toidal popo and uh <laughs> toy toy that's i mean that's how he like has survived to this day it's like he's like nah this ain't right <laughs> i like right. that I like it. It's not really abiding by the the parameters of the hey, question said, that was said for It's per like usual it or something. Like, it's kind of like true. so. Like they say senses, that your gut but... is like the first thing, and then it tells your brain like, "Yo, you should feel scared." So, you know, maybe as a turtle, he's like, "Isn't it like the that. the same type of tissue?" Yeah, yeah. Your gut something. is your second brain. They say. Mm. Don't well, don't Google uh, that. <laughs> here i have an i have an actual transition for you speaking of situations that make you feel uneasy let's get into the recap here he just tells All us right. with like a really sleazy voice and like <laughs> oh I, I thought oh shit julian investigated baron's personal cb or crystal ball and got some more information on the vampire fleet The party then followed a map that Tortuga and Julian found inside the Lime Labyrinth. It led them to the abandoned depths of the Bio-10, where they uncovered some of Mechanus' unsavory past. We'll pick up with Surya deciphering notes that warn of loose, monstrous experiments. 
<laughs> yeah, so there was like the uh dimension spiders, some sort mm. of protectors and a bipedal yep. lizard with probably small arms and a large <laughs> mouth and a tail that makes glasses in Jurassic Park. Make <laughs> Pretty close, yeah. Okay. Uh, the second creature was a, a guardian who had the ferocity of a bear, but the wisdom of an owl. That's Unfortunately, right. the ferocity Ooh. took over. A bowel. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this is the the creature I'm referring to is a D and D staple, and I'm surprised that oh, you guys bear. have not. Bug, huh? Bugbear's different. Bugbear? But they're Bugbear's not wise, are they? Dumb. Well, it said the ferocity also... took over. I don't know. Yeah, no, no I I thought bugbear when he said the word bear, but I didn't bugbear's say it. Big <laughs> Wait, is it just is it literally just an <laughs> owl bear? I'll never tell. <laughs> I'll never tell. Okay. All right. Well, um, uh, no, I didn't just Google that. I'm just a true D&D fan. Um, I was going to say, I feel like I outed myself as like <laughs> when saying bugbear is like the most basic thing possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, this guy doesn't actually play D&D. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, we At the same time, though, while. you need to play D&D to confidently say the word bugbear. Knowing right. it's a no, real that's thing in this real game, <laughs> like someone else, if you were like, "Yeah, man, we played, uh, we fought some bugbears," they'd be like, "You're talking about a fake game, aren't you?" <laughs> bugbear. <laughs> so there's like smashed glass and stuff in front of us, right? Like basically, all of these experiments are loose somewhere in Mechanus, right? Not necessarily. There okay. are some tubes that are still like filled and full but just not not operational there's some that are shattered there's some that are empty but operational uh, it's just kind of a mixture of all of them i would say there's probably like 16 or so of these tubes of various sizes i'm gonna julian's kind of walking around looking around you know i think it would be uh pretty safe to say that there are some creatures loose but not a ton this might be something we have to deal with, but honestly, I'm not too worried about it. It looks like maybe we got a handful of uh, failed experiments, which is, you know, I mean, that's life, right? Come on. <laughs> um, yeah. Bumps in the road, you know what I'm saying? I'll be honest. These uh, these particular failed experiments uh, seem seem pretty uh, pretty spooky. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I think that this isn't good, but it's not something that, like, you know, Lex is expecting from us or we have, like, if if we see, like, one of these things off to the side, you know, we can just kind of w- keep walking if you want. Wait, 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 mind. wait. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, Toy is going to come in. The kind of has to deal around. with this, right? It's their problem. Are you, guys, are, are you guys talking about whether or not we need to go find these these fucking things they made? I'm not... No, I'm saying oh, right off the bat. No. We don't need no. to. Yeah. That's kind of what is... I was saying. Like, it's it's a problem that they're out there, but it's only our problem if we cross paths with them. Otherwise, let's just p- pretend like okay. we didn't see this, right? Yeah. M- we know what to prepare apply, for, right? But we Museum are hoping... rules apply. Look, keep going. Exactly. That's uh, it. And by yeah. the way, I just want to let you guys know, I did set this room up just so you know that you will never encounter these things ever. 
So. Oh, now we're definitely going to encounter him. I just heard the voice. <laughs> we're definitely going to encounter him. That's not and a he told me that That's we're fine. So let's yeah. just no keep on walking. Toy Toy is stomach is like on fire right now. <laughs> uh. I heard that and didn't believe it. Like <laughs> something involving perfect pitch made me go, wait a second. Yeah, no, none of this is foreshadowing. Just letting you know. Toy Toy is gonna so run out of the room. Toy Toy starts sprinting. <laughs> All right. Should we move on? We? Is he going in the right direction? Julian, you you're this the one who right! has <laughs> Look at He the just map. slams we... into a wall. <laughs> Bring us to the next portal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starting to get sick of this, but at the same time I'm appreciating this uh feeling of green kind of exiting my body as I uh, anyway, you don't give a fuck. Let me just find this fucking <laughs> I I do give a fuck, but it was slightly odd, I don't know, <laughs> I don't odd phrasing. Yeah. I so uh screen I'm gonna kind of yeah no I'm I'm good. You guys are I'm gonna pull here. pull <laughs> He's just pacing around like looking for a door. I'm gonna pull my hat down again and start clearing debris and like looking around trying to let my uh green fever guide the way. Yeah, uh you look around and you find like an area of shattered glass and in the middle of all this shattered glass, there appears to be a... Uh, well, I suppose, actually, this is going to be on the back wall. So there's, like, shattered gr glass behind that large broken tube where you found the notes. And on the wall, there appears to be a clear area, clear of tubes, clear of equipment, that you feel this intense inspiration come over you. You continue? I do. Okay. I'm going to clear with before I do though I'm going to like grab I'm going to look around for like a tarp and put it over the broken glass and kind of clear the area <laughs> just to be safe. <laughs> tarp. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good camping callback. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, my joke was too powerful. <laughs> it was way too tired. <laughs> All right, you put down this tarp, and uh, you do find one. Uh, surprisingly, there's a tarp in this room. Who cares? Yes, <laughs> there is. Yeah, <laughs> there's a tarp. Why not? There's got to be. Toy Toy stops running not... around. He comes back, and he's like, "Tarp." <laughs> Keeps running. <laughs> and then keeps running. Yeah. Are you just right. trying to like? Are you uh, literally running in circles because you're trying to just like stay on the move in case any of this shit? Toy Toy goes. Okay, realistically, Toy Toy is like shuffling like around around like the wall, the perimeter walls, like trying to see where like the secret latch is, like frantically. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Even though, okay, well, <laughs> but then he came back and he was like, oh, "Hey, oh, tarp. Tarp. <laughs> and then went back. Yeah, all right. Uh, retcon here. Julian actually doesn't find the item that shall not be named. He just finds a large whacked, waxed canvas fabric <laughs> that he lays down. <laughs> so Tortuga just invented the... He named it. Now that's the name no, of it because Tortuga on, I was said trying that. to get away Point from it. it. Or were you saying that he never had the chance to say it because it's not that? 
he doesn't have a chance to say it because you lay it down so quick and you open the portal so quick. He falls through it and you guys are onto the next area. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, then Toy Toyga falls th- falls in when he comes over and tries to title it. <laughs> you guys could title it. I don't care. It was just uh, as I you guys come through, up with the name Tar. Man, did you guys see that covered canvas with like a wax side? Never seen something like that. I'm glad Tortuga was clever enough to uh, utter that one-syllable phrase as... I thought he was burping, but uh, <laughs> oh. was, I, I guess we can just go with that, though. So maybe wax canvas. Because you know, it, started, it started to come out with something, I had to burp, and then I fell, and it was kind of like, terror. <laughs> it just rings a bell, man. I think this is worth spending some more time on, actually. <laughs> So what's this? Uh, what's this new room we find ourselves falling into? Okay. Well, first you follow this uh, lime tunnel again. Oh yeah. Uh, you follow it again. By the for way, a long when we're in it... the lime tunnel, are we mm-hmm. green? You know how like when we went through the portal to you know like it turned us green that one time, or like does it feel like everything in this tunnel is green? A shade of green. Uh, I mean. You are not green, no, but the tunnel itself is, like, different shades of green that are shifting. Okay. Uh, and instead of, like, actually opening up a green swirling portal, it's just, like, a window, basically, gotcha. or an opening into this tunnel. And you guys uh, follow this snaking tunnel that winds down, 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 and curls back on itself. Back into a... A small circular, I mean, it's still large, but it's smaller than, like, the factory that you were in before or the uh, biology lab, whatever it was back there. Uh, But it leads you to an overgrown garden. It's a large circular room covered in plant life Mm. with a five-foot diameter glass tube at the center and a half-dozen aqueducts dividing this room into neat pie-shaped plots. So those aqueducts are kind of coming out of that glass tube in the center uh, and kind of making like a big pie shape. Uh, magical sun lamps hang above the room, uh, gently whirring, and each plot seemingly has a different type of overgrown vegetation. Uh, Suri actually lights up at the sight of like uh, a bunch of different types of vegetation, and she goes up and tries to like Look at them, see if she recognizes any of it. Roll me a d6, please. Just a straight d6. That's a five. Okay, uh, roll me a nature check. Nature. That's a nine. <laughs> you approach one of these pie or pie-shaped plots, and this one is actually filled with water and the vegetation. <laughs> oh, but there is vegetation. Is, okay, sorry. Yeah, you no, know, it's like a pond basically. Like there's algae floating in there, but the main thing that's floating in here appears to be some water lilies. Like there's some lily pads oh, cool. and some white flowers that are actually releasing a fine foggy pollen. You can't really recognize them, um, but I would like you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Rut row. 20. Not natural. Nice. 
You inhale some of the fog and smell it, and it actually smells very fresh. It smells like like fresh dew mixed with like honey, I would say. Okay, cool. I want that scent of Febreze. Um, <laughs> do I not even notice anything? I know I just, like me, the player, just rolled a constitution save. Am I just like, oh, that smells good? Or is Surya, yeah. you know? Um, no, I, I, I don't think you notice anything. I think you definitely inhaled some of this fog, and you would have recognized that, but okay, it didn't seem to have any adverse effects Yeah, on you, at least. Uh, Surya's digging this smell. She, like, reaches down and tries to, like, cup one in her hand. Yeah, you can easily lift it up. I mean, the there's just a long stalk at the bottom yeah. that reaches down into the water with multiple roots. You can easily take it out of the water. She just kind of, like, lifts the flower up and, like, feels one of the petals with her hands. Just, like... I don't know, stoked to see plant life. It's been, we were in the Shadowfell and then we were in Mechanis and she, I, you know, at the beginning of this whole thing, I established that she likes vegetables and stuff <laughs> and plants and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, yeah. It's so a nice plant. I will say as soon as you like take it out of the water, the fog that's coming off of it stops. Oh, interesting. Um, but... Otherwise, yet you have a flower. If you want to keep it, if you want to do something with it, you certainly can. Yeah, actually, well, hmm. How many of them are there? Does it look like there's a bunch, or do I? Do, yeah. Does it seem like if I took one, it would be like taking a third of it? You know. Yeah. No. These these like pies are like twenty feet long, and each one of these is overgrown. Like there's gotcha. probably like a hundred and twenty of them or something in here. Yeah, I'm one hundo taking this flower. She smells it again. Uh, she like takes a good sniff of it, uh, just okay. to confirm she likes the smell, and then plucks it. All right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it's like on a lily pad, and it's got this like lotus-shaped flower. And uh, while Surya, I don't know how you store it, but you can certainly take it. While Surya is busying herself with uh, the flower, I'm gonna go up to Tortuga and just be like, "Hey." So, uh, last, uh, time I hung out with Swinglow, I bought a few things, I remembered our fight, and thought maybe we should, you know, share these, and I pull out the friendship bracelets, uh, or is it friendship bracers? I don't want to say it wrong. Yeah, friendship yeah. bracers. So, uh, I'm gonna put one on and give one to Tortuga, and be like, basically, if we want to do a combo move, our turns would become one turn, and you wouldn't have to, you know... Then when your turn comes up, you would have to skip it. But our combo move will have an advantage compared to uh, maybe beforehand. And I'm this isn't permanent. Like if maybe Surya has some combo moves coming up with with me, we can you know move it around. But uh, or if you and Surya, you know, I can give her my bracelet. I'm not. We had some pretty sweet combos last time that probably would have worked better with these. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to toss him one of the bracelets, put one on my own wrist. Uh, Toy Story is just going to be like, hey, uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, you uh, really thought a lot about that one. Uh, <laughs> cool. Bye. I wanted it to take up the amount of time that Surya was messing with the flower, canonically. You know? <laughs> mm. Okay. Toy Story is not going to be as weirded out. 
All right. Uh, yeah, there there's like six six different kinds of plants here. Um, looking around, there is in one of these pies. There's a giant willow tree, seemingly with like long uh, spear. Sh- I mean, they're not like spear shape. I would say they're like normal leaves with a point on the end and like rounded top, but they are sure. like two or three feet long mm. and maybe like a couple inches wide. Uh, that's the biggest thing you notice in this room. Otherwise, each pie has a different form of vegetation in it. I guess there's also fungus here. But if you guys want to investigate a little bit further, you certainly can. Uh, I think Surya is really interested in these lily pad flowers. But uh, once she has plucked one, she's probably not going to look as closely, but just like check out and see if she can identify the others. Okay. Uh, roll me a base nature check for all of them. I'm not going to make you roll five times. And that's a 13. You recognize some of these plants as carnivorous. Interesting. Um, There's nothing like seemingly dangerous about them but uh, you do see like, I'll just name the, the six different kinds of vegetation here. There's a moss that appears to spread in a grid pattern with twinkling blue bulbs. There is a sharp, curved, sporing plant. Uh, There's this large willow tree with long leaves. There is pitcher plants. And there's these water lilies. And then there appears to be a, like, small bush that appears to have red liquid on it. Hmm. Uh, Surya is going to just continue to kind of, like, walk around surveying them almost as if she's like forgotten they're on a mission a little bit and she's like in a museum you know i'm gonna walk up Mm -hmm. to surya and be like do you think we should take any of this stuff i mean i feel like you know more about plant life than either of us do and all this stuff kind of creeps me out i haven't really wanted to touch any of it it looks kind of sharp or i don't know scary i uh i took a flower of the lily pads just because i like the smell to be honest uh I can't really tell what any of these do, if they do anything. Uh, I don't know what they are. I think they're quite interesting. Uh, she looks over and actually makes eye contact with Julian and, like, sees his top hat on his head. And she kind of, like, gets jarred for a second and goes, Oh, right, we should we should probably move along, right? Yeah. Very, uh, very cool room here, though. We might want to come back if... We have time. I don't know. There might be some samples. I don't know. If you think we need to gather another sample in the future, I see you have one there. Let me know. Let's, uh, I'm going to start. Um, I'm going to just for a second, because I feel like the more we go, the harder it is for me to tap into the green fever because I'm losing it. So I'm going to sit down and try to like sit cross-legged and like really hone into it. And then once I feel it kind of coming on i'll let it take over and look for the next clear area to create a portal you sit down and you feel something pulling you from the other side of the room like uh, it's physically on the other and side. literally pulling me or like a no okay no like a, a mental pull i just imagine uh, it, like the jumanji flower you know that pulls yeah <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> 
No, I, I should say there is also doors that lead out of this room. They appear oh. to be like sealed shut. Uh, that is a, a way you can go, but you feel a pull on the other side of the room on one of the blank walls uh, past these, this big willow tree. I'm just going to follow the pull. Okay. You walk under the willow tree. I need you to make a strength saving throw, please. 15. Okay. So you walk and you begin to cross the threshold of these willow leaves that are hanging down. And as soon as you touch them, they begin to curl up and wrap around you. Uh, You feel a slight pull as it lifts you off of the ground. And then you manage to like pull your arms out and drop to the floor and run to the other side. Can I say that I like wrap my legs around Susan and she helps me? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, like I, I, oh, Susan! And I like wrap my legs around and then and we get out of there. <laughs> Susan speeds up and pulls Jesus. you past. I'm going to turn around even though I'm still in the green fever mode and just glance at the guys, or glance at uh, Surya and um, Tortuga and be like, watch it under that willow and then get back into my trance. Okay, yeah, on the other side of the willow tree, you find a place that appears to be, like, a lot of this room appears to be, is there a term for something like, if you leave something out in the sun for too long, it begins to lose its color? Yeah, sun... Sun faded or something like that? Sun bleached? Sun bleached, yeah. Sounds yeah. right to me. That sounds... Yeah, a, a lot of the metal and, like, tubing in this room, you can see it's, like, visibly sun bleached, but there appears to be a circular area on the wall that uh, appears to be touched less by the sun bleach, I would say. And this is where you get your intense inspiration. Uh, messing and painting and doing whatever I do. Yeah. You make a... Cut a big hole with your finger, just painting the like paint drips down the top and makes this opening into another one of these lime tunnels nice so you guys uh, follow this tunnel another pretty long tunnel longer than you guys have been in before and a lot straighter I mean this tunnel is kind of always morphing but uh, you manage to follow it and it winds around for the last part of it, and you guys actually f- fall through the ceiling of a room. Uh, you can make dexterity saving throws, but you either Is fall like or you jump down. You don't really take any like, damage. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, you're just kind of like walking, and all of a sudden there's a hole like right in front of you, and you didn't see it. Can we say uh, that so- we spot stop midair for a second, all look at each other, and then get, <laughs> then gravity works after we notice it? We yes. stop, we all look at each other, and then you two drop, and Surya just walks down the wall. <laughs> <laughs> also, the fall the fall was like I'm okay with feet, that being so a it's thing, not. just because yeah. that's so funny. <laughs> like, you literally, like, bend your legs to, like... <laughs> right. <laughs> uh... So you fall into this room... And as you guys are like brushing yourself off and getting on your feet, you notice that this appears to be an old armory 
still mm. stocked with archaic bronze armor and weapons meant for different oh, types of Modrons. Um, oh, cool. The most noticeable thing about this room is there is faint light in here. And the light appears to be coming from glowing cobwebs that are actually like all over the ground, all over the ceiling. Oh, I don't like that at all. Spiders. One of you actually like steps in it a little bit and it uh, like sticks to your feet and is not easy to walk on. Difficult terrain. I do have a map here for it, uh, just letting you know. But before we get into it, so this is a T-shaped room. There appears to be, um, let me actually, let me look at the room so I know what I'm talking about. There is five, so it's a T-shaped room uh, in the actual top of the T, which, <laughs> how do I describe this? So it's an upside down T. In the bottom part of the T, there appears to be five different racks. These racks appear to be armor. I like different types of armor. Each rack holds two semi-functional suits each of different Modron armor. On the back wall, there appears to be various weapons. Swords, spears, hammers. Uh, pretty old and outdated. They don't really look like they would be useful or better than any weapon you have. But in the top of this upside-down T, there appears to be a large hole. And fallen into this hole appears to be an ancient centurion. Um, disabled and broken. Hmm. No life to it at all. Behind it is a large locked door. And to either side of the bottom part of the T, upside down T, are two other smaller doors. I will pull you guys over to the page now. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Oh, wow. So you guys see these armor racks. You see all of the purple on the floor. That's spider webs? Yep, that is spider webs. That is sticky areas. Also, I mean, if most of it is covered in purple, it is sticky. I didn't want to... I wanted it to make it look nice and not... <laughs> <laughs> not just so yeah. so just use your judgment if it's if it's mostly filled with stickiness it is difficult terrain so you guys see where you're at mm -hmm. so we're yeah. sort of at the bottom uh right yes uh toy toy is gonna browse around and see if he sees any uh toidal shaped armor uh Roll an investigation check for me. Alright, alright. Eight. I think I'm going to start making my way towards the top of the T, which would be the bottom of the T, technically, but the top of the upside down T. Yeah, uh, so, okay. Julian, you're moving. Yeah, you can move your character just, wherever you want. I'm just going to go up to the Centurion and kind of like in, investigate it a little, like, just inspect what I, I want to see, did this get defeated in battle, or is it just, like, worn out and, like, overtime shitty? It appears to be worn down. Like, it just appears to be not used, and this hole that's been dug underneath it uh, appears to be, like, there's, like, rubble at the bottom, but you can tell something definitely dug through it. 
you know that this plane has like trash tunnels and stuff so maybe mm-hmm. it tried to like pull this centurion out at one point and just couldn't get it out um but that in that process appears to be beaten up chewed on uh and like it's missing like a part of its arm oh it's pretty gosh. pretty unusable surya what do you do uh she's a bit wary with all of these uh phantasmal cobwebs um i think she's actually gonna sort of stay by the edge and check out one of the doors sort of at the end of the you know long part of the t on the bottom right the door appears to be locked it appears to be a metal door with a handle like a lever handle uh, okay. You try to pull on it, push uh, on it, it appears to be locked. I listen, see if I can hear anything on the other side. All right. Roll me a perception check. Dustin, you said Tortuga was investigating for armor that looks like a tortoise shell? Yes. I got a, I got a six on my listening. Sorry. So, Tortuga, you approach one of these sets of armor. Is that where, is that, okay, pick an armor. Which armor do you want to be investigating? <laughs> that one. <laughs> going all over. All right. You walk up to this suit of armor that appears to be made for a pentadrone. It's, so it's got Ooh. like five openings for heads, what you've seen of the pentadrones before. It could feasibly, used as, feasibly be used as a turtle shell, uh, but it would take a lot of work. As you are investigating this armor, it comes to life and slams against you. Oh, Uh-oh. shit. Surya, you are listening at this door. As you put your ear up against it, you hear just skittering. I hate that. You uh... back away, and millions of tiny blue and white spiders oh. just like fan out uh, through the door cracks. I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw for me, please. Uh, I also have a stillness of mind, so if I am frightened or charmed, I can use an action to just end it. But I am rolling wisdom, save, and that is five. So I'm glad I just established that I had that ability. Yep, you are frightened. You back away for a second here. I'm gonna... uh, does Toy Toy get see them? You are actually facing the other way. Um, here we go. This this guy's screaming here. You are frightened. <laughs> uh, and then I make an attack roll here. All right. So uh, 12 does not hit you. Uh, no, actually, uh, my armor class says uh, natural 25 required to hit. <laughs> Uh, I know that's not true, but even if it was the case, a natural 20 always hits. So a 24 to hit. That is a natural 20. You are going to take five points of bludgeoning damage. All right. All right. All right. We'll take it. We'll take it. That was a really low roll, and you are very lucky. But I need initiative, please. All right. Can't say I didn't expect it. Four. Eleven. I'm just standing, not noticing all this shit going on. 
<laughs> all the way up here. This guy's just a suit of armor. Oh, I got a plan for him. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So this armor just slams against you. These spiders come out of the cracks in the door, and you notice as another suit of armor comes to life, and two of the swords that are resting on the wall spring to life. Oh, shit. Cursed items. Well, not cursed, but haunted. First up is Surya. Surya, you are frightened. Yeah. Uh, you just going to spend an action to end that? Yep. Uh, I have stillness of mind as a trained monk, so I just sort of uh, close my eyes and breathe and uh, <laughs> accept that there's terrifying spiders in front of me and uh, uh, get ready to just face off with it. So uh, I use my action to end the frighten. And okay. uh, I'm going to back away from the spiders. I'm going to mm-hmm. move over to here, sort of uh, back of the room behind Tortuga. All right. Next up is Julian. Julian, you're standing in front of this centurion. Both of the swords to either side of you, probably about 15 feet away each, spring to life. Oh, point shit. themselves at you. Uh, I am going to um, try to... I'm going to just see if this works. I'm going to use my sticky hand and try to sticky hand one of the swords uh so i'm holding on to it by the hilt instead of it attacking me i'm just gonna see what happens here it's my reaction uh, to be like oh shit a weapon i'm gonna take that okay <laughs> that's interesting um how does your sticky hand work again can you remind me i know i made it but like all right, so this plus one whip has an increased range of 25 feet. When you hit with an attack roll, you may attempt to steal an item held in one of your target's hands. Make a sleight of hand check against their strength check. On a success, you steal the item and it becomes stuck to the hand until you have a minute to pry it off of a failure. Wait, sorry. Yeah, a minute to pry it off. It's just really small writing, and I have yeah. So it eyes. becomes stuck to the hand, basically, yes. and you can't pull it off. Uh, makes sense. So first, make an attack roll for me. All right, nineteen nice. with my sticky hand. Nineteen nice. is going to hit you. Can... Or a stick here. You do still deal damage with this whip, which is a D four plus your oh, dexterity. Cool. Plus my dexterity? Yep. D4 plus three. Plus, actually plus four, because it's a plus one. So. Six. Six damage. All right. So you whip the hand out. It wraps around the uh, hilt of the sword. I need you to make a sleight of hand check, please. Sleight of hand. I got a 29. Plus 11. Uh, Yeah, that will definitely beat a 14. So you, your hand wraps. over doubled their roll. That's awesome. Yes. Your hand wraps around uh, the hilt of this sword. And it's like struggling back and forth. And you pull it. And it is still moving. I'm going to give you disadvantage to attack with it. But essentially, it cannot attack. 
No. Awesome. It, it can try to break out, but it won't be easy because it has to be to 29. Hell so, yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, that shit's not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm just <Yep>. like... <laughs> <laughs> Is it still stuck to the hand, too? Because that said it'd take a minute to get it unstuck. Yes. So Yep. If you, need to, if you want to remove this sword, you have to... Spend a full minute? Yes. Okay. Uh, Not just it, which just the reason I'm asking for those who are listening who don't know the rules of D and D when we're in the middle of a battle these are like seconds that are going by yeah so each I can't round is six like, seconds so you could spend yeah. ten turns trying to get this to off or you could this. just use it yeah. yeah so is it basically like I'm imagining then slime in between my hand and the hilt of a sword because it came back into my hand kind of like a Spider-Man web <laughs> thing inside of my hand. Or is it, <laughs> is it a whole thing, kind of like a mace almost, that's attached to this whip and I'm like swinging it around? Do you know what I mean by that? The latter, yes. Cool. All right. Damn. I like that a little better because I yeah. can be like, hey, yeah. Yes. But it Sword is also whip. like flailing and trying to get away. Trying to you. kill me too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Next up, it is some spiders. <laughs> I have... <laughs> Six oh, windows open. I'm sorry, not spiders. Some armor. Oh. Oh, that's fine then. <laughs> okay, so this sword is with Julian. It is going to try to break out. It has no other option. Yeah, it it, it rolled a five. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so this sword is just like flailing and you're just like pulling on it and pulling it taut. I like to imagine I'm like lassoing it like, a, yeah. you know. <laughs> Uh, next up is the armor that attacked Tortuga. It is just going to slam against you twice. Oh, great. Wait. And, oh, okay. Yeah, a, a 10 and a 7 are not going to hit. So nah. it just, like, bashes against you. You dodge out of the way. It tries to, like, back yeah, kick you. And you just, like, take it on your chest and it deals no damage to you. Don't worry about it. Next up is the other suit of armor. The other suit of armor moves up to Julian. The sword also moves up to Julian, and it is going to... Uh, so it's almost... So there's nothing, like, glowing about this armor. There doesn't appear to be anything magical about this armor, and it's it's floating off the ground to you. Maybe that is magical, uh, but it, like, floats over to the ground, or... Floats off the ground about 20 feet towards Julian. The sword also floats over. The armor grabs the sword in hand and tries to attack three times. I'd like to clarify that Susan is near me, by the way. Okay, just like on the ground. In case, yeah, just in case yeah. there's they attack Susan or something. I don't know. I, I maybe should keep my mouth shut, but I want to. <laughs> I don't want to lie and be like Susan is not in this room, but will be in the room next time we. Meet, you know, <laughs> right? No problem. So, yeah, I can make a a saxophone yeah, icon. Just, yeah, just keep track. I I had one what at one point. Just assume but... that unless I say something, Susan is like behind me as like an instrument would be you know yes and just remember you have to be off of susan and you can't <laughs> to move play. Yeah. the turn yeah to you know like an susan. instrument would be <laughs> <laughs> um so it like sl- 
tries to go and like hit you with the hilt of the sword twice and eventually it seems to just get frustrated and it swings like wildly with the blade and does manage to hit you with an 18. Oh, ouch. For seven yep. points of slashing damage. All right. Next up is Tortuga. All right. So Mr. Swiss Cheese over here, all right, with five holes in him. Uh, we're going to pull out the halberd, all right? First, we're going to swing the halberd down because we're right next to some sticky, uh, I'm assuming, flammable cobwebs. Oh. All right? We're going to swing. We're going to pull out the halberd. We're going to swing it down. Uh, Break the lantern? We're not breaking it, okay? We're just, you know. You're just throwing it against the ground very hard? Exactly, okay? And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not some, breaking on, my phone. I'm just throwing it against the ground really hard. Hey man, on, onto I've some, been there. Onto some cushy, cushy, flammable cobwebs. All right, and then we're gonna assume a very badass position. Look at this guy. Give him a little, you know, little look, and then we're gonna stab him through one of his holes. Lift up. And throw them against uh, the door that has all the spiders coming out of it, trying to smash some spiders. Whoa. So that's a lot. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you can do all of that. All right. Well, also, you can either <laughs> throw your lantern against the ground and it will softly bounce off and create no fire. Or you can break your lantern into it. Break it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if our Dustin doesn't yeah, go for that, that uh, was go for that route of vocal joke before. That's, that's great. The next option I will give you is so the armor is on the other side of the spiders. It, it sounded yeah, like so you wanted I'm, to throw. So I'm facing away from the spiders. So I imagine I stab them and I lift them up around and like as turning around, just throw them against, you know, in their general directions. Sort of catapulting them over his head. Yeah, kind of like, you know, shook a few. Yeah. Okay, this is yeah. Yeah, this is gonna take two turns. Okay. If you want to do this. Yeah. So I need first. Ah, okay. Uh, I will let you just drop your lantern and create fire. So now all of the purple. So there's Ooh. sort of three looping connected territories of purple, and one of them has just turned red because of Sam's yeah. roll 20 skills because it's on fire. And you don't have a lantern anymore. Eh. Uh, but it is burning. It is not difficult terrain, but it is hot, and it will burn you if you step in it. Yeah, so. Well. Avoid that at all costs. The fire is also very close to Julian. Next up, I want you to make an attack roll with your halberd against the armor. Yeah, no big deal. Shh. Shugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugug
you manage to pierce this armor. You don't deal a lot of damage just because you get your halberd hooked in there. And next turn, you can try to catapult it over into the spiders. All right. I just wanted to be noted that the halberd has a uh, parentheses total head looking point. Just so everyone <laughs> they, understands. That is Thank you for that important in, parenthetical. And that's probably why it got stuck. 20. It's not a very practical halberd. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll just remove two hit points from this guy. He took a really big wound there. Uh, next up is Surya. You are no longer frightened. There is a lot of fire in this room all of a sudden. What do you yeah. want to do? Uh, okay, so there's a few things going on here. Are there spiders mm. continually pouring out of this door? Or was it sort of like one big burst of a lot of them and that seemed like what was there? You know what I mean? They appeared to keep coming, but after the fire started, they began to retreat or like move to the corners of the room and okay. stay away. Second thing going on, there is one suit of armor that is attacking Tortuga. There's another suit of armor attacking Julian. Did you say there was one more that was alive? Or were there only two? No, I think there's two. Two and then the two swords by me as well. And then the spiders. I would love the DM's word on that. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so there's the armor that's in front of Tortuga, right next yeah. to him. Yep. And then everything that's around Julian right now. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, Julian has two swords around him. One of them is sort of uh, slime attached to uh, by a string uh, to his hand, but then he's also got... And Julian's died a lot of times. What I'm saying is I'm running <laughs> over towards Julian... Uh, I'm gonna I get die to a lot there, and I'm gonna fire a couple sun bolts at this suit of armor. Okay, make some attacks here. Uh, that's a one. Uh, that's a two. Twenty-five and nineteen. Both hit. Nice. Uh, seven damage, nine damage. That's gonna be sixteen damage. Okay. Do you want to flurry of blows for more? Or? You're well. How's it looking? It's hard to tell. It's taking it's visible a suit dents. Of armor. Yeah. Um. You actually notice one of the shoulders appears to like fall off, and it's okay. just. Roll a perception check for me. Maybe I will. Eighteen. Okay. So you have no idea how that shoulder was connected to the armor before. It didn't have any straps, it didn't have any... And you can visibly tell that there's no magic acting on these either. Oh. Um, so maybe there's something else weird going on with this armor. Wait. What? Yep. Oh my god, do you think... There's like invisible people in there? Or are they filled with spiders? <laughs> no. No. How are the swords floating around? I the don't know. Are also, the swords are also filled with spiders. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going David. to flurry of blows. Uh, okay. I'm going to shoot, so, so I get two more attacks. I'm going to shoot two more sun bolts. One of them is going to be again at the suit of the armor, and the other one is going to be like specifically at the hilt of the sword that is near Julian that he is not attached to, to try and spin it out of control. Okay, it does have a little bit of an AC bonus just because you're shooting through 
one suit of armor, but you can certainly attack. Shooting through. Oh, so the so the one that is sort of blocked a little bit by the suit of yes. armor. Okay. Yep. Well, I'll still I'll still do it. Uh, so this sunbolt's at the guy or the suit of armor. That's twelve. Probably mm-hmm. not going to hit. Does not hit. Nope. It uh, just bounces off armor. Oh baby! And the next one's a twenty-five. Twenty-five will hit the armor or the sword. Roll damage. And I yeah. And I am trying to hit the hilt at six damage. I'm I trying will to let like, you knock it out. Deal it out half damage to give it disadvantage on its next attack. I will do that. Okay. So three damage instead. Uh, next up is Julian. So Surya just ran up, shot a bunch of bolts, kind of knocked the sword swirling. You have this sword stuck in your sticky hand. What do you do? I'm gonna. I'm. I've been kind of like. It's like I noticed that as I'm trying to lasso this sword while it's also trying to move, it kind of creates like a. Uh, you know when you like wobble steel and it creates a cool sound yeah i'm realizing that it's creating that sound and i try to like tune into it and then i make like a whip like motion with my hand and it just creates a loud (laughs) sound like just a really (laughs) loud really hard to explain good luck calvin sound (laughs) and i i'm gonna focus shatter um at the suit of armor in front of me. So you're basically like Gilligan's okay. Island, and they create a so band fourteen and one of the thunder dances, a saw that they bend. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the neighboring island of headhunters is like war drums comes over. So you would have to yeah. put it, you would have to put it in a place like you'd have because it's a twenty foot radius. I think it's 10. Let me double check, though. I thought it was 10. Sorry. Are we trying not to hit me? Yes. Uh, let me double check on that. I think it's um, 10 as well. 10 but wherever... I can do it wherever because my mm-hmm. sticky hand is nice and long. Um, but let me double check. Info. Up 60 feet is the point of your choice. Uh, 10 foot radius. Okay. So, yeah, you can hit both... I mean, yeah, right. You see my arrow? That's right there is where I'm going to do it, yeah. Just hitting that suit of armor. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. They are constructs, yeah. so they will make saving throws here. Animated armor. It is constitution? Yep. Does a 16 save? DC 16. So that is a success. Yeah. Uh, but the so sword fails on a success. Yeah, the sword fails, but the armor succeeds. So the sword I'm using to do this is also taking damage. No, the other sword next to you is. Oh, I didn't realize you. Yeah. Okay. So, is it half damage on a fail? I mean, I think so. Yes. So seven damage for the armor and fourteen for the sword. Thunder damage. <laughs> You just see you the just... sword shatter and fall. Oh. Oh. All right. Anything else? You want to move it all? Nope. I'm just going to stay right there like confidently now that I know uh, what I'm able to do with this right. sticky hand sword. <laughs> Helicopter sword. Yeah. 
Next up is the first set of armor and sword. The sword that Julian has is going to try to escape. Good luck. It is not going to. It literally just needs a natural 20. Next up, the animated armor is going to try to slam Tortuga. Does an 18 hit you, Tortuga? On a normal day, yeah, but is this opposite day? <laughs> it is not. Uh, okay, so a 19 yeah. will also hit you. Uh, so that it is, is two... not, but good. <laughs> Just wanted to check. I loved how like, uh, it sounded like you would have given him that one on another day. <laughs> <laughs> if it is ever opposite day, I will let you know. Uh, it, that is 10 total points of damage as Ooh, you okay. have it like pierced through the chest and it just like slams two of its arms against you. Next up is the other suit of armor, which is the sword that is shattered in its hand is no longer usable, so it is just going to slam against Julian twice and only hit once here. I assume a 19 hits. Oh, uh, yep. For three points of blood damage. Youch. Yowza. Okay, Tortuga, next up it is you. You can make a athletics check for me. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh. Nine. All right. Yeah. You just I'm, be- thank you. You're making your own roles so much better than they are, just with that enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so you have your halberd stuck in him, and you go to lift it up, and your halberd just starts to bend. Oh, uh, this no. armor is much heavier than it looks, and okay. so, you cannot pull it right. off. Okay, the moment the moment I see it bend, can I like stop? <laughs> yeah, I know your weapons. It's also like a wooden now. hilt. It's meant to be just, flexible, so it's okay. not going to break. Okay. It's just so I'm gonna, bending. I'm going to stop. And I'm going to can I pull it out at least? You can pull it out. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pull it out, and then uh, is there anything else we can do? Maybe not. You can you can use your bonus action or you can move. Uh, both. You can have both of those left. Could I try to stab him again with a bonus action? <laughs> you cannot. No. Okay. Then uh, can I can I maybe pull out and give him? Uh, no. That I guess being. Uh, you can I'm disengage. Gonna, I'm yeah. Away. I'm gonna disengage and give him a good old. Fuck you, mate. <laughs> That's not disengaging. Sudden accent change. <laughs> hey, we're not fighting anymore. Like I'm not. I'm not engaging you in fighting. But fuck you. <laughs> yeah, where where With do you like move a to? slight Australian accent? Fuck too. you, mate. I thought I heard. That. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, mate. Where do you move, Tortuga? Uh, I go uh as far as I. Oh, you know, with my bonus action, could I just can I Tortuga slide? Yeah, you can disengage and dash. I mean, you could also dash twice, but you would have to move the whole 45 feet if you do that. Yeah, I don't care. Where <laughs> Where do you want to go? Well, I'm going to... You can't move through the black Webs. line, and the purple line is double movement. Oh, perfect. That's what I wanted. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to do more of like a 15. Okay. And then, uh, and then, uh, yeah, you can get there right there. That'll be fine. 
All right, you realize your halberd doesn't work. You quickly retreat into your shell, slide on the ground, bounce off the wall, and get behind the suit of armor. Can I then, once I, like, get behind him, because I would then be, like, behind him, give him a good old... Yoo-hoo! <laughs> with, like, a couple... Give him a couple birds. Yes, yeah, the head that was limp before and seemingly not even looking at you seems to be lifted up by something and turns over to you. Perfect. Next up is Surya. I'm going to run around this little patch of um, webbing Mm -hmm. and try and jump up or, like, you know, do a couple like steps up on the edge of this armor rack and okay. repet, like push off backwards and try and come down hard on this suit of armor that is attacking Julian. All right, do it. Dope. 17 uh, just for standard attack. You do have two attacks. Do you want to include both of those? Yeah, and that's a 26. Okay. Yeah. So you run up and you just like, punch it on the like back plate and your it actually hurts your hand and it appears to not even affect it the first one does not hit but the second one comes around and you manage to punch it roll damage okay i i was trying to like come at it from above to like smash it in Into do you get what ground? i mean by that like i was trying to like get high do ground a on it off like, of that yeah like yeah so your my... first one like slides you know? down its back and does not okay. hit it, but your second one manages to like okay. come down on its empty shoulder. Okay. Because I'm partially seeing if it just like caves in if I hit well enough, like coming from sure. above. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, roll damage and roll a perception check for me. Okay. Ten damage and six for perception. All right, perception doesn't really matter because you destroy this suit of armor and it just falls to the ground in pieces. Hell yeah. I immediately, uh, like, take my foot and try and, like, shift pieces around to see if, as I suspect, there could be, there's spiders inside. (laughs) There appears to be no spiders inside. What the fuck? That is both good and bad news. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anything else? Surya. Uh, she uh, looks up at Julian and she's just like, you good? I'm just <laughs> got this thing. Yeah! <laughs> You're like Crocodile Dundee where he has like that <laughs> thing. Yes! That's exactly what well, it is. Did you yeah. guys ever have those sticky hands when you were a kid? Oh, fuck yes. Oh, yeah. That's oh, exactly yeah. what it is and I'm just picturing you just like Doing this with, and the hand is just like flopping all over the place, hitting the wall, sticking, coming off. Yeah, dude, if that but, thing ever breaks, please let it be right where like the ring on your finger and the thing comes apart. Because that's it's actually exactly, one of the nicer yep. ones. It's one of the nicer ones with a handle. So oh, okay, then it at costs some point, five cents more. <laughs> at some point, that bad boy better just fling right off the stick. <laughs> yeah. Maybe at a very opportune time. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, that's my turn. Sweet, uh, Julian, it's your turn. Um, I'm going to <laughs> just start slamming the sword into the ground and into the walls. Okay. 
trying to just break it. Yeah, so roll. dealing damage as it hits stuff. I'll let you roll an attack with advantage. So uh, 2d20 and then add 8 to your highest. So that's a 10. So 18. Yep. Sweet. You bang it against the ground. Roll a d8 plus your dexterity. So oh. 1 plus my dexterity is plus 3, so 4. Okay, you bang it against the floor. There is a small chip in it, uh, but nothing really happens. It is still trying to squirm away from you. Um, I'm just going to yell, <laughs> is la- like really, really loud. I'm going to yell, fuck, and use the spell, uh, use the shatter spell again. <laughs> On the sword. Sure. Like, fuck. And try, like, you know, like, rage quit with the sword. You slam the sword against the ground, and it makes a loud noise. I'm just going to say the sword shatters. Awesome. Uh, Your whip is still gripped to the hilt of the sword, though. Uh, So it's back to just dealing a d4 damage, but uh, you can't grab anything with it. Yeah. Once Once everything chills out, I'll take the time to unstick it. Okay, next up is the armor's turn. So, uh... The only one left. It's the only one left. I mean, the only one that's alive right now. There's Oh, God! Others, hopefully that we don't have to fight. <laughs> Sam's making some, <laughs> oh, I don't know, faces. <laughs> uh, yeah, the armor that Tortuga was in battle with kind of like lurches off of its stand floats around the rack that it was resting on and just kind of like slams against tortuga let's make some attacks here what's the uh what are the racks made of brass fuck i'm gonna hit you with a 20 and a 19 you are going to take 16 total bludgeoning point damage shit i am going to remind you of one of your abilities you can dodge one of these to take half damage wait what yeah man what it's your fucking character (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm hold on is that panache no then why do i have a fucking note that says remember panache that doesn't (laughs) what what's that called panache uh let us see here Uncanny dodge. Starting at 5th level, when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use a reaction to have the attack's damage against you. Alright. So you Remember can use that to take 12 total damage. Uncanny. Connie. Dodge. <laughs> Boom. Alright. Can I do that now? Yes. Alright. <laughs> Instead Let's of 16 damage, you take 12 damage. All right. Now here's where the fun starts. So you guys see something appears out of nothing. It comes in purple smoke. And it is on the ceiling, like, up in the top left corner of the bottom of the T. There is a huge, many-legged purple spider, purple and white spider, that is clinging to the ceiling. You guys see as it spins this purple and blue thread and it 
picks up one of the suits of armor and picks up one of the suits or one of the swords and they lift off the ground and rush to attack you. 